Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Shine at Work podcast. I'm your host, Karen Weeks. As a career transition coach and a culture leader, my goal is to help career-oriented humans get unstuck so they can shine brighter in business and in life. I believe that you deserve a career that lights you up because, spoiler alert, it impacts how bright you shine in your whole life. This season, we are laser focused on helping you navigate your career and find a job internally or externally, or do a full career change. Because guess what? It's not too late. You can still set yourself up for a great 2023 starting now. Because I know what it feels like when your light is dim and you're in a role that doesn't light you up anymore. I made a career change from theater to HR, and now I've added coaching to the mix. I know what it's like to try to think about how to raise my hand for a new role at my company but not sure how to start those conversations. At times in my life, I had to take a look inside to see what was most important to me, what made me shine bright, and how to make adjustments along the way, and how my career even fit into that. It's all possible. I did it, my previous guests have done it, and I help others do it too. And I'm so thrilled to welcome my co-coach, my friend, recruiting partner, Dan Carr, to be the co-host throughout the season. You walk away from each episode, not just inspired, but with some actionable advice and steps you can take to land a new job and make the most out of your career. And I hope that you find it so valuable that you subscribe to the podcast, leave a review and tell your friends because we all deserve to shine bright in our lives and at work. So let's jump into this week's episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Shine at Work. I am so excited. As I've been teasing so far this season, we have our friend Daniel Carr back. He works on the KDW team. He is my friend. He is an amazing recruiter. So I'm so excited to have you back to join us and share all your insights in tonight in today's topic. Hello, everybody. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're going to be back more. Don't yes. worry. We've lo- we've roped you in now for good. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so today's topic, we want to focus on job boards and where to find the roles. And the reason why we thought this might be a helpful uh, topic is because as we work with folks, one of the questions we get, especially if you haven't done a job search in a while, especially if you're thinking about changing industries or changing roles, is I go to this one job board, where else should I be looking? And sometimes that one job board is LinkedIn or Indeed or something that probably is like the massive job board, but there's lots of other ways and creative ways to find out about jobs that we wanted to make sure that you knew about. So just to kick us off, Daniel, you are king of recruiting. You have been searching for millions of candidates in your career. As a recruiter, where do you tend to go first or where do you tend to post some of your jobs? Where's like the sort of de facto places? Yeah. So, I mean, certainly LinkedIn um, is a number one. You're going to have a very pinpointed search within there and you'll be posting your job. It's just sort of the lay of the land for any job that you're posting. Um, but, you know, a lot of companies operate in the back end of recruiting is operating through an applicant tracking system or referred to it as an ATS. What those those programs will allow you to do is when they post them to your career site, they'll also blast them out to about anywhere between 25 and 40 different job boards. The big ones are, you know, going to be your Indeeds, your Glassdoor. They'll also do another posting on LinkedIn, but um, 
you know, for, for the most part, those are going to be the primary places that you initially post to, depending on the position. And that actually brings up a really good point. Um, so before I bring up my really good point, one thing we do want to caveat is that we recognize people may be in different industries. So if you're a teacher, LinkedIn may not be the best place. Or if you're in healthcare or you're more like an artist or something in the creative field, that may or may not be the best place. So one thing we'll talk about is how to find some of those other places, which we'll get to here in a second. So just want to call out, you know, depending on your role, those may not be the de facto's, but for a lot of roles, they are. Yep. So one thing that you brought up, which I thought was an interesting call out is some people will ask me, I see it listed on the careers page of the company. I also see it on LinkedIn. Where should I do my application? As a recruiter, do you care how it comes into you? No, you know, sometimes it can be better to go directly through the career page and not not knowing all the inner workings of all the job boards, but sometimes they don't allow you to do certain attachments or sometimes your file won't be read in the correct way, depending on what program you use to write your resume or your cover letter, letter and it can come through a little bit wonky. Um, so, you know, I, I like, or even when I've been doing this with um, other people that I'm working with to go directly to the career page and then just apply via that, those links. Um, not to say that, you're not going to get in front of somebody if you if you do another way, but there are some there are some hurdles or some uh, roadblocks that can be unexpected that can happen with some of those sites on some occasions. Well, and I also think too, it gives you the chance to explore the company a little bit more. Yeah. So it gives you a chance to go there. You might see some things about their team members, their values, what they actually do as an organization. So it might also show a little bit of an extra step around. I've actually researched your company and I applied through your careers page. Again, not right or wrong, but just might be a little extra information for you and a little extra oomph to how you found them. Thousand percent, and it's also you get a snapshot of every job that they're hiring for, and it's a little bit of insight into um, how active the company is, how active the actual team that you are going to be applying for, like what other positions are they hiring for, and what's that the lay of the land look like there. So there's a little bit of insight that you certainly get um, going directly to that page as well. Oh, and we are going to talk about that a lot more in a future episode around, you know, if you see multiple jobs listed, which one do I apply for? Do I apply for them all? So we're going to talk <laughs> a lot about that. So I'm glad yes. you brought that up because that will come up more soon. So those are sort of the, the typical ones that we want to go to. There are other job boards that are, you know, for startups or for tech industry or for certain jobs. How do I even find those. So you're telling me there's others out there. How do I even find what those are? Google is your friend, yes. um, getting, getting creative with your searches, but it, not even getting that creative. Like you can put in a search of, um, niche, niche job boards, um, within the, um, Atlanta area or New York city area. Um, you can play around with the wordings and you will get plenty of results that you can easily, there's tons of articles that have sort of listed out like top 10 in this area, top 10 in this area. This will give you a little synopsis of um, what they do and what they offer and what the candidate experience is. And we talked a little bit about, um, you know, I, I think the most important part is is figuring out and finding some of those and then finding the ones that are easiest for you to to work with and, and manage and and just go with that. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not much harder than doing a, a little bit of Google legwork and and finding some of those searches and uh, articles about them. 
One thing I always tell people too is let Google do some of the work for you because if you haven't gotten it exactly right because of how Google works, it will give you other suggestions. So whether it is, you know, you click on one and it says if you, you know, kind of like if you liked this, check out all of these, or as you scroll down, they'll do the other people searched for these phrases and you're like, oh, that's the thing I actually meant to do. So let it do the work for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it it won't be that hard. I I think the the biggest thing is it it can be a little overwhelming of how many there are. So that's why going through and, and reading, um, if they are niche, like what their focus is, how pertinent it is to you and your search and um, how you're going about your search and then sort of making a decision from there. Yeah. And we'll talk a lot more about that as we sort of wrap up. We always like you to have actionable things to walk away with. So one thing we're going to talk about is what is that cadence? Like, how do you think about going to these job boards and and checking in on them and getting the new listings and all the things? So we'll talk about like sort of process uh, towards the end. So, because it can feel really overwhelming. And yes, absolutely. And I think that's part of this conversation too, is there's no right or wrong. You are not going to miss out on the perfect job because you didn't check that one job board or you didn't know about this niche thing. You will find it. They are out there in different job sites. And it's really more about finding the one that's right for you. So don't overanalyze and don't get overwhelmed by this. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just to to add a caveat to all this, like 95 to 98% of the jobs um, that that are out there and posted, you're going to find on the big hitters like LinkedIn, Indeed, uh, Glassdoor. So this is kind of getting a little bit more granular with your search, a little bit more um, focused on like exactly what you want. And you, this is all about maybe finding finding a couple gems along the way in your search. Yeah. And only because we've mentioned it a couple of times, Glassdoor the enemy of HR people in the world, (laughs) the bane of my existence. Um, This is something that I talked a little bit about in the episode about how to figure out like if a company is stable and solid and good values and culture, but it is something I get a lot of questions about. And honestly, as the interviewer, candidates will ask me about things that are posted on Glassdoor. If I'm on Glassdoor looking at jobs and I'm looking at the company's profile, how do I think about are these reviews real? Are they valid? Should I be worried about what I'm seeing? Um, when candidates ask you about Glassdoor, you know, how do you sort of navigate that? And how should we, how should candidates navigate that? Yeah. I mean, I would take all of that with a grain of salt. Um, you know, I think we all know who takes the time to actually go and write a review, even a Yelp review. It's usually people that had a negative experience, um, there's certainly weight in reading through those and um, understanding the the negatives that they are talking about and how pertinent pertinent that is to you and what you're looking for in your position. If there are consistent messages in there that are concerning, or you know, they're just all these one offs that somebody had a bad experience with the, their one particular manager. So I would look that look at that as an opportunity if if you're initially excited about a company and you know, you do see some negative reviews on there. It's 1000% okay to talk about that and ask about it in your interviews if you get to that point with the company. So I wouldn't uh, let it completely blacklist a company from that's on your list that you're looking at. I I think, you know. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think to your point, my example is, do you call Verizon when you're really happy with their service or do you (laughs) call Verizon when you're frustrated? Exactly. And that's kind of what that's become. I think the other things to consider too is, 
you know, do they respond or not? And if they do respond, is it authentic? But even I know companies have given up on responding because sometimes that just turns into something else that they don't want. Um, I think you hit something really on the head around the themes. You know, if there's one mm-hmm. negative review about a bad manager, could it have just been a bad manager? If you yep. see five reviews about how leadership is checked out, that might be something you want to explore more. But I think to your point, I mean, unless everything is like one star or something, like still worth applying, still worth getting through the application process and talking to actual humans to see what you can find out about the culture. Yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll talk about that probably more in an interview uh, podcast yeah. <laughs> specific, but like th- this is all information for you to sort of dig in with. And um, it's never a bad thing to ask those sort of questions. So again, like to your point, like themes are important, certainly. Like if um, there's 90 reviews on there and everybody's working 80 hour weeks um, and their work-life balance is terrible, um, might be something to consider. But again, like apply and have conversations with real human beings if you can. Yeah. All right. I'll get off my glass door. So box, we'll leave that alone for now, but it just we can came make up a whole like, podcast about that one. I'm sure oh for gosh, you. that's going to be like my, um, my, my title that like gets reactions, right? It's like <laughs> why everybody hates glass door at HR or whatever. <laughs> um, so as we think about other places to think about uh, job boards, you know, one thing that you and I were talking about uh, sort of in prep for this was it actually kind of ties back to some of the networking things that we've been talking about or some of the being in the space where other people are. Mm -hmm. So how else can I learn about industries, roles um, that really get me more immersed in the community that might also have some job boards tied to it? Any type of networking groups that you can identify through um, LinkedIn is always going to come up. There's tons of groups on there that are either based around industry or maybe even just a community aspect or something else that you're passionate about that um, you can get involved with that, um, you know, people, once, once you create a community or any sort of group, um, jobs generally come up or, you know, people's career paths. And those are always great places, but a LinkedIn, a Facebook, you know, meetup groups are even good, mm. which is a really good um, website for everything from groups for um, professional interests to just, you know, personal passions and hobbies. Um, I actually used to work for that company. So this is not a, a plug, <laughs> a plug, a selfish plug for them. But um, I always found um, from a recruiting perspective, it was good to um, connect with people. And and obviously the people commune and, and talk on, the, on those pages and sites and um, and can be uh, a unique way to connect with people around the job. Well, and I think you mentioned something too that is really important is that I think sometimes we think about it from the job standpoint versus the broader community standpoint. So especially because, you know, we just moved to Charlotte. So I'm trying to get more involved just in Charlotte in general. So there are, you know, professional women in Charlotte kind of groups or if I was a mom, there's like tons of mom Facebook groups, or um, there's even like a Charlotte transplant group or whatever, because so many <laughs> people move here. And so yep. through those, I might not be going there for career stuff, but in it, people talk about their life or their experiences or their jobs. And so you actually end up hearing about stuff like that. Or I've even seen people post about, oh my gosh, I've been trying to find this role on my mm-hmm. team for so long. Yep. If anybody knows of somebody, please let me know. And maybe you're that person who knows thousand percent. Um, and that can even happen. Or if you're a part of that group, it's 
it's not bad to like throw out a note, like, Hey, I'm looking for a new step in my career. If anybody hears anything, you know, something super lightweight, but you can make some really surprising connections that way. Yeah. And this is where I'm going to sound a little old or not tech savvy, but I actually also heard there's lots of Slack channels. So for anyone who knows what Slack is, it's a, you know, messaging team app thing that a lot of companies use. There's my like high tech savvy language. (laughs) Um, But you know, lots of companies use it for internal messaging, uh, IMs, that kind of stuff. And I didn't realize that there are sort of like community Slack channels, which again, often have job boards attached. Yeah. There's, um, there's public groups out there that are not connected specifically to companies that you can sort of add into your, your business or your work, um, stream of communications. And there are groups around just about anything that you can think of. Um, and in Slack channels, like I've utilized that in, as far as just, um, you know, p- people that I work with or I'm hiring for a team, those team members are part of different Slack groups and they'll shoot out a, a job posting for me or um, they know someone that's looking. So those are, um, again, great communities to get attached to immerse yourself in expand your network. And, um, you know, I think the, the thing here that we're, we're talking about is a lot of these things are a little bit of a longer game. It's the, it's the playing the expand your network and really invest in your network. And these are some different avenues that can, um, produce some surprising opportunities. Um, if you give it a little bit of time. Well, and I think it also ties into the conversations we have about building relationships sort of being where the people are. And that is a lot of this. If you're just going to find a new job, yes, that is definitely part of what you're trying to do. But if you're connected into these worlds to begin with, or you have a social network, um, whether it's like literally social or social within work, that's how you hear about these things. And we're going to talk about this more when we talk about resumes and applications and stuff. But it is so rare when it's a good old fashioned cold application that gets you somewhere. It's all of these interconnected things that yep. actually help find you these jobs. Yep. Even if you do send a cold resume, like um, you can leverage some of those relationships that you already have, like, or um, you may not even know, even know exist in the company that you're applying to and may help you down the road too. So. And it also means that maybe you can be reciprocal and help someone else in the future. So if you have these relationships And then six months from now in that Slack channel, someone says, Hey, I'm looking for a such and such kind of job or whatever. You can now help them just like, hopefully someone helped you at some point. Yep. Totally. But like to to just cap that like Slack channels, thousands upon thousands of communities (laughs) around any top, you know, all the things that we were talking about around Facebook groups and LinkedIn groups, the same exists in Slack and, um, and you can pretty easily identify them by doing some searches in there um, and some hashtag searches and it'll really help you out. It's interesting too around thinking about this to your point as like the long game. So I think so many times we're working with folks who haven't thought about these things before and that's okay, right? Like this is not what you do as a living. This is what we do as a living. So we are here to help you figure this stuff out. Yep. For those who are actively like, I am unemployed right now. I need to find a job or I'm in a toxic environment. I've got to get out of this. I want to find a job. I hear what you're saying about the long game. I'm in a sprint mode right now, though. We talked about it earlier. Hit the big guys first, the LinkedIn, the Indeed. Um, If you do, if you are in a specific industry, like nonprofit job boards, startup job boards, like go to those places first 
And then as you get more settled in your next opportunity, then you can do some of this other stuff for the future when you need it. So prioritize what you need to do today. If like you hear long game and say, guys, there's, I I don't have the space for that right now. Nope. That's an excellent point. And like you, you can totally can be concurrently doing both. Um, and there is that low hanging fruit with some of the, the bigger ones, um, that were the bigger job boards or some of these groups and, you know, it's turning it around a little bit and being proactive in some of these groups. And like I mentioned earlier, just like maybe not in your first message and joining the group, but, you know, in the first couple of weeks and putting, putting yourself out there a little bit and saying, you know, um, I've just moved to this area and I'm, I'm starting my, my new career search. Like that can get the wheels turning a little bit faster too. So. And I'm glad you mentioned that too, because when, uh, I've told people to like, look for some of these groups, it's okay to be a little passive at first and kind of get the lay of the land and kind of get the tone of the group. Mm -hmm. And if you don't see jobs being talked about, then maybe kind of lean back and either find another one or kind of wait and see that for that comes up. Cause every group has sort of different norms and different expectations. So to your point, day one, hi, I'm so excited to be here. Who's going to give me a job? Like maybe not like the best course of action. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in thinking, you know, people looking a little bit quicker, um, you know, one area that can be ignored a little bit is uh, social media is a pretty big, um, has obviously been consistently growing, but a pretty big area to that you can find and connect with. First off, you know, follow the companies that you're excited about or follow industry leaders or experts in your specific um, industry that you appreciate and that you just would like a consistent news feed from. But a lot of those companies from, you know, uh, a Twitter, an Instagram, a YouTube, there's activity around, um, hey, we're hiring or I know a company that's hiring and uh, social media can be a really good tool, especially Twitter. Like Twitter, you can specifically with different, uh, you can testing out different handles, search with some of their advanced um their advanced analytics of finding companies that are hiring and have actually posted that online or um, within some of those social channels. See people, this is why I dance here because I don't know (laughs) any of this stuff. I'm barely on Twitter. It's overwhelming to me. And so I never even would have thought of that. So is the same true? So I know sometimes when we've posted jobs in the past, as we've posted them, we've done like hashtag engineering hiring or hashtag software or something, you know, like, I don't know, like trying to get the attention of people. Are yep. there hashtags that I should be following too, if I'm in that niche? Yep, exactly. Um, it, it gets pretty granular, but <laughs> that's why there, there's some advanced searches that you can do within there and play around with them, obviously specific to whatever um, your industry is or your profession, but um, that will generate a lot of, you can see, okay, what companies are hiring? Here are some specific jobs and um you know, again, it's not going to be something that's probably not on their careers page or on one of these um, bigger job boards, but it's uh, it's a unique way to to do some quick searches and find some places that are actively, actively looking to hire. Well, and honestly, too, if there's things that you care about too within an organization. So, you know, I know there's a lot of hashtags around different diversity groups mm-hmm. or, you know, women in tech, um, you know, black engineers, like those sort of things that if that's something that you're specifically trying to find a company that is promoting that and encouraging diversity and inclusion and belonging, then that might also be another way to sort of level out some of those companies that if you do one search, you'll get 200. If you do it that way, maybe that shows like the 10 that have used that hashtag. The thing that is 
uh, always so fascinating to me is, and what I try to work with clients on too is this is all a journey. And so even in today's episode, as we talked about job boards, quote unquote, we talked about networking, we talked about companies that you should be caring about, even started to talk a little bit about interviewing. This is all sort of like a holistic package of Mm -hmm. how we're going to help you find the job that's right for you and how you need to be thinking about what you're trying to get out of this next. And so that's kind of the perfect example. Like all of this is connected. It's not just about here's my list of job boards I'm supposed to be checking. It ties into all this other stuff too. Yep, absolutely. Um, you know, before I forget, just thinking through more along sort of those those networking groups or any sort of like industry specific groups, something that can be super helpful. I've found from a recruiting perspective, if any of those places have uh, a newsletter, take advantage mm-hmm. of, of signing up to them because. Um, a lot of times on like a monthly or or a quarterly basis, they'll allow companies to post positions that are pertinent to um, that specific industry within their newsletter. And it's a great way to, if you've got that hyper-focus on, you know, either an industry or a specific profession to to generate a little bit of um a little bit of uh, content around, you know, other companies that are hiring in that market. So take advantage of newsletters. Um, it also um, makes the the lift a little bit lighter for you is coming into your inbox. And we'll t- talk about that a little bit at the end, but um, it's nice to not have to be actively, actively searching and having things kind of come into your inbox. Yeah. Well, and I love what you said about too, about like having it come to you, because I think that as I think about other things to sort of keep an eye on, and I'm sure you can sign up for their newsletters and their whatevers is best places to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were joking about this in another conversation, but if you're really focused on like a specific locality, then you know, like a chamber of commerce or something like that, like think about where these people might play or what's important to you and then sign up for those newsletters as well, because you might learn maybe because I'm on the company side of like best places to work. We took that and like are so proud of that when it happens. So if you're following best places to work in a niche or in an area that might help you too. Yeah. And it's even good to go back. Like you can do, um, as we're talking about best places to work, like look at the the lists from the last five years, you yeah. know, and that, that's a good area to, to hone in on uh, companies that are sort of doing the right things. Employees are really excited about it. Um, and you can kind of go, go back and, and dig into some of that content and um, maybe discover some opportunities or, or companies you want to attach yourself to. I love it. Okay, so we have given a lot of ideas out, um, which I know can sometimes feel overwhelming, but the point of all of it is that there's lots of ways to do this. There is no right or wrong. You're not going to miss out on the job because you looked here versus there. Recruiters are posting them in multiple places. It's about finding ones that you like or feel right for you. So as an actionable first step, Mr. Dan Carr, what (laughs) should people do to think about how do I want to start finding or managing all these various job boards that we've talked about? For the most part, any of these job boards are going to allow you, even, even a LinkedIn will allow you to have um, a, a search of, of a specific job that you're looking for. Um, and they will feed you on a, a daily basis with emails of jobs that fit that criteria. So I know a LinkedIn will do that. I know an Indeed will do that. I believe Glassdoor does that. Um, but nine times out of 10, any job board that you're on 
will allow you to shift a little bit of the work um, into their hands as far as, you know, you don't have to wake up and check 10 different sites. It's kind of, it's coming into your inbox. It's a quick scan of the, the different positions and you can quickly see, um, you know, as far as your day goes and how you're planning about applying, like what looks interesting um, and where you should spend some of your time. And because I am a to-do list, live and die by my calendar routine kind of person, my advice is to figure out what kind of cadence do you want to do? You don't have to check all 10 every day. So whether that's on Mondays, you kind of check the big boys, like the LinkedIn and Indeeds. And then on Wednesday, you've got one or two kind of niche sites that you like. And then on Friday, you check your face in, you check your Facebook group or something, something like that. Like break it out to something that feels right for you and the way you like to sort of organize your day and feed your energy because you don't have to do it all the time every day. Yeah, it certainly gets overwhelming pretty quickly. And like, I love how you're you're sort of talking about breaking it down. And I would say just taking one step further is just do yourself a favor and sort of time box those things too. And like, I'm going to spend one hour on Monday yeah. doing this. And that way um, you don't get kind of lost in the the ether and the black hole of, of the job search and the different groups and boards. Yes, I love it. Well, thank you so much for listening. Hopefully this was really helpful, not overwhelming, helpful. And more importantly, you have a plan of how to think about finding some new job boards and then tackling those job boards or having it come to you and come into your inbox as the as you learn different sites and different things to consider. So as always, if this was helpful for you, leave a rating and review, reach out to us, let us know how we can help you. Next week, we are going to dive even deeper. So every week, we're kind of going deeper and deeper into your job search. Next week, we're going to talk a lot about job descriptions and what does it mean? What do these words mean? There's 20 bullets. Do I have to check them all? So we're going to talk a lot more about that because that will then feed into how do I actually make my resume match that and be a good candidate for the jobs that I found. So Daniel, thank you so much as always for joining us and he will be back. Do not worry. And we will talk to you all soon. Bye. Bye. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to the Shine at Work podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Leaving a review just takes a few minutes and truly helps other people find this podcast, which is why we do this podcast to help others. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them transform their careers and shine brightly in their lives, let's connect. We work with amazing humans one-on-one to help make a career change, go for that promotion, set career goals, and just build a plan for success for a job. Whether you're newer in the workforce, coming back after a break to focus on family, you've been in your job or your career for years, or maybe you're taking a step into management, we can help you. You can email me directly at karen at karendweeks.com or message me on Instagram at kdwcoaching underscore careers or find me on LinkedIn, just Karen D. Weeks. Finally, we always have to give a shout out to the amazing Astronaut Go Home for our music and the people I don't know how it would live without Novice Studios for making the podcast come to life. Until next time, remember that you can and deserve to shine at work.